The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Today marks the lifting of the universal mask mandate in healthcare settings. It follows advice from the Health Protection Surveillance Centre. Sam McConkey, infectious disease specialist at the RCSI University of Medicine, is with me. Sam, is this a good thing? I'm delighted. I think it reflects the fact that we're not seeing the horrible viral pneumonia that was around since March 2020 for the following two and a half years and all the ensuing social and healthcare craziness that went on that time. That, that, that's gone and now it's time to get as much back to normal as possible. I would point out this doesn't mean you can't use a mask. People who want to wear a mask still can and in areas of the hospital where there are a lot of vulnerable people then certainly mask wearing will still be mandated by the local hospital. It just means at national level that in public areas like corridors, you don't have to wear a mask. So it's it's advisory from today uh, onwards. W- would you suspect, I mean, uh, the experience elsewhere in society has been once it became advisory, the majority of people ditched masks. Would you suspect hospitals, though, might be an exception to that? Yeah, so many of us have been wearing masks for all of our professional career. And certainly if I meet someone who might have tuberculosis, I'm immediately, before I even go in to meet them, putting on a high-quality FFP2 mask. And that, that will certainly continue. So, 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 so masks will remain part of close patient care. As everyone knows, the sort of surgical mask has been used in surgery for very good reasons, for, for lots of reasons. I, so I, th- I think there's, we've learned a lot maybe of better respiratory etiquette. We've learned about carrying disposable tissues, not the kind of snotty hanky in our, in our trousers. We've learned about not coughing at other people, cover our mouth, nose, and those will all continue. So I, I, I see the, the world we're in, you know, in the future, the next few years as better than the one from three years ago because we've learned from COVID how not to spread around flu and all the other viruses. I, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll have uh, hopefully people staying at home if they're sick to protect the vulnerable. And if vulnerable folk wear a mask, that won't be considered odd. The reason I think masks are, are good to go in some cases, many older people are a bit deaf and lip read and really value seeing people's lips to understand what's going on. So communication, talking, listening, building relationships with trust, fundamental part of our healthcare. Mm. You can't really work in healthcare unless you're building relationships with trust. And if you can't see people's face, that's harder. So, so being able to see faces uh, in many cases helps to build understanding, trust, relationship. So I, I, I see this as a big step back to normality and a good thing overall. Jack Lambert is with us as well, a professor of infectious diseases at the UCD School of Medicine. Jack, do you support the the lifting of the mandate? Well, I, I'm not I'm not so sure about that. To be perfectly honest, you know, I agree. We, we need to get back to some sense of normalcy, but but the, but the challenge is is that the most vulnerable people come to the hospital for outpatient appointments. I, I would say that the one of the highest risk groups for still catching COVID. Is healthcare workers, and I and just anecdotally, I can tell you a dozen that, that in the last couple of weeks who have been off work because they got symptomatic COVID. But the guidelines say if you're symptomatic as a patient, you should obviously wear a mask, mm. and if you're symptomatic as a doctor or a healthcare worker, you should wear a mask. But a lot of people are transmiss- transmitting the virus before they become symptomatic. So I guess I have reservations. I'm going to continue to use a mask. Uh, you know, and, and I'm going to continue to encourage my staff to wear a mask in the hospital when they're when they're in contact with patients in any way, shape, or form. So if I'm in a room with a patient, 100% guarantee 
I'll, I'll be wearing a mask because I take care of immunocompromised. Mm. And, and similarly, I've seen, I, I admit patients to the hospital just the last week, I've, I've seen four people admitted to the hospital sick, two of them immunocompromised, one of them a healthcare worker. And, you know, the, they, they ended up in the, their only risk factor for catching COVID was they were cocooning at home as they, they came for a hospital visit in the last couple of weeks. So they must have caught it in the hospital. So I, I don't think we're, you know, I, I, I don't think we should be, you know, totally, you know, mm. throwing away masks. I think we need to continue to use judgment. And is, is, is your fear that um, hospitals um, will, 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 will follow the pattern we've seen elsewhere in society? I respect the fact that Sam thinks it might, it, it might be different in hospitals. But, you know, once the mask mandate was lifted elsewhere, despite there being still a recommendation to wear them in certain situations, really, we all abandoned them. And that's my concern. My concern is is that we're you know we're we're going to abandon it in every situation except when people are symptomatic, you know. And I think there's a, there's still a risk of people spreading COVID, uh, you know, when when they're not symptomatic or they have minimal symptoms. And and I think mask is you know vaccines don't work for immunocompromised patients. You know the the immunogenicity of them is quite mm. poor. So I just think masks, the right mask to use properly, still has an important role in the healthcare setting, both for patients and for staff. Could you see situations, Jack, uh, wherein you get to a particular point in the hospital uh, where, where where you will meet signs from here on in, you must wear a mask. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure. I, I think I think the next four weeks we'll kind of we'll see what happens. You know, I just think we see what happens. My prediction is we'll see more we'll see more admissions. For, you know, of people people with COVID as a function of you know spreading the hospital. We're we're, we're actually seeing this already. We're, you know, we're seeing very few patients admitted from the community with COVID to the hospital. Very few, but we're seeing quite a few outbreaks of COVID in the hospital. So it's transmitting in the hospital. Uh, so I just think we've got a lot of pressures mm. on us in terms of, you know, bed stay and hospital capacity. And and I, I, we shouldn't be throwing away masks. But I think we will if we kind of just basically say, it's your choice. Sam, it does sound a little counterintuitive if, if COVID's still swilling around the hospitals rather than the community to, to get rid of masks there. Yeah, so I, I don't see it being left to the choice of individual staff or individual patients in, in each area of the hospital, in areas where we have vulnerable patients like transplant patients or others who have immunocompromised, those whole wards could very reasonably be masked up wards. And I mentioned earlier, you know, people with TB, obviously we've been using masks universally, both for you know patients with TB and the staff looking after them for, for many, many years. So I, I think we will continue to use masks in specific areas where there are vulnerable people. But my view is that the corridors, uh, the big open areas, the, the foyers and so on, where you have a general spill of people coming and going, I, I agree with the government that it, it, it seems to me not mandatory that we all mask up in those uh, sort of traffic areas uh, which are, are, are public spaces uh, and I, I don't see the world collapsing or things going particularly badly for individuals if, if we relax this mm. to be more normal. Jack, will you ask patients who you see in the hospital without masks to pop them on? Well, I, I think, I, I mean, the, the thing is, is that you, if I've got the mask on, then, that I'm protecting myself from them. Um, but, but, I, I guess I, I guess most patients I see they, they they ask me, doctor, should I put a mask on? And and if they offer, I say yes. So so it, since it's voluntary, 
I'm not going to demand that they, they wear a mask. I'm going to do my part of this part of the job in terms of continue to use a mask for their safety. I'm not going to demand it on them. But mm. but I think most patients are most patients are sensible. You know, most patients are sensible, and and masks are not the only solution. But like I said, they are part of the solution, and they do provide protection. And the patients I we take care of, Sam, myself, and others, a lot of them are immunocompromised. So I do think we, you know, it, it's just when you come out with a mandate, masks are no longer required it doesn't say masks are no longer required in the hallway in the cafeteria but you must use it in you know in an examining room when you're in one-on-one with a patient i just i just think mm. that um it's a very vague uh, kind of mandate and and i still think you know we we have we take care of a lot of sick patients and and we shouldn't throw away the masks Jack Lambert, a professor of infectious disease at, uh, infectious diseases rather at the UCD School of Medicine and Sam McConkie, infectious disease specialist at the RCSI University of Medicine. Gentlemen, thank you both that very much for joining me. Uh, one listener says, uh, the study showed that masks were completely useless for viruses. Shame on anyone still pushing this. 87 1400-106. Will you continue to wear them in healthcare settings? We're going to speak to somebody a little bit later, somebody who is immunocompromised and slightly terrified at the prospect of this mandate being lifted. But first... 